Choose your player. Hello, my name is Eric, and I've been obsessed with British monarchy since five years old. The one sentence that sums up my obsession is God save the Queen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Your Nerdy Obsession. I am Michael Owen Achenbach, as always, and we have a treat again today. Someone that I have never met until this moment. So we're going to get all of the great hello, how are you's and the awkward meetings that you are all going to record <laughs> and hear it here in your ears. Um, and also, it's a new last name, and you all know how I hate saying new last names, but... This is Eric Dinnerly. Hello, Eric. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. Um, Eric comes to us from David, who was our guest of Sex in the City. Um, so thank you, David, for contacting me about Eric. Uh, Eric, why don't you introduce yourself uh, to the listeners? Who are you? What are you? <laughs> Hi, I am Eric. Um, who am I? Uh, I live in Chicago. I am an accountant and I have my nerdy obsession with the monarchy. Yes, we are going to talk about the monarchy, British monarchy. There's limitations on this, I assume, because that's a broad statement to, to have an obsession over. But um, Eric, tell us, tell us a little bit about your obsession. Like, what is it in kind of a nutshell? What about the monarchy? What monarchy, British monarchy? Tell me a little bit more. Uh, I guess you could say that I fell in love with it because my mother's from it and my Nana would talk to me about the monarchy all the time, specifically the queen. Uh, she was a diehard monarchist, had such reverence for the queen. And I got to meet her mother as well. Very briefly. I was young when she passed away, but she was actually a Victorian. She was born in 18, I think it was 95. So she got to live during the time of Victoria. That's awesome. And that's yeah, one she of the died when that she we'll talk about later too. So Yeah, she, she passed away when she was like 90 something. So I got to meet her very, very briefly. Like I said, very young. So I, so like you bring up, like she, she was in the time of uh, Victoria the monarchy itself spanned such a war, a ward, a wide like timeline, such a wide span of time. Are you are you more obsessed with like the current like last couple 10? Is there like the historical aspect or is it just the whole thing? Like what a what about it or what what event tracks you to it? I guess you could say probably up until the 1800s. That's what I really pay attention to. But there's a movie out there. Um, I'm down to watch it. Like. I recently watched Victoria and Abdul. I loved that movie so much. The movies with uh, Kate Blanchett when she did Elizabeth the First. Like I'm, I'm quite the nerd when it comes to that. I love it. 
what is one of your like uh, earliest memories um, that you have of the monarchy? Maybe either a story or an event that you remember being a part of. Watching the Queen's Christmas speech with my Nana, the late Queen. She would do a Christmas speech every Christmas day. I remember my Nana would have to watch it because I was the Queen. Is it? I, I've never seen this video. I mean, I think within the time of social media, it's become more shareable. But I've never seen the Queen's video does she normally is it like a state of the union with like the president does or is it just like a hi happy christmas it always centers around jesus and christianity but the general message is have a very happy christmas and reflecting on the year it's very casual i wouldn't say it's akin to the presidential speech (laughs) it's, it's i mean she's the unifying symbol of the uk so it's more or less just to talk to her subjects, I guess you would say. What about it? What about, I guess, the monarchy with the queen and with the royalty? You know, some people get obsessed with like the royals being royal family. Like you like you said, she is kind of the, the centerpiece of the monarchy, but the government itself, she might not have a huge say in um, in Britain. And I could be completely wrong, so please set me straight. But it, is it just that idea of a queen or is it the idea of just this higher person? Like I'm trying to get like, what, a, what attracts you that way to this whole idea? I think I'm just fascinated with the fact that this 1000 year old institution has survived this long. And back then they believed that they were divine. They were who they were because of God's intervention and it has survived and the history and pageantry of it. And the fact that People still revere this individual, that genetic lottery, that they're in the position that they're in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I find it from a sociologic standpoint just fascinating. No, I agree with you, too, because this whole institution of the monarchy, and we'll get into it later on when we get to your nerdy knowledge, too, has seen the world gone through what we think of as medieval times, right? Like the dark times, the, the, even before that, uh, into a modern day where we're using cell phones in the same castle that people were tortured in. Right. Exactly. It's, it's I, that is so fascinating. And like the time span of it is crazy to really think about. Well, like Victoria lived in the 19th and 20th century, she saw literally the Industrial Revolution. And she passed away on 1901 when she rode the first locomotive train. She saw the first photograph taken. I mean, it's just, it's fascinating to me. No, I love that. Is, um, you you bring up Victoria a lot. Is is it because of her reign in terms of like the length that she has gone through? Like that's what attracts you to her the most, or are there other kings and queens that kind of you draw to and their events um, that they've done? I I don't know why I've always been fascinated with Victoria. I guess because she was at one point the longest reigning monarch. She ascended to the throne at eighteen. She defied all adversity with, you know, it was a man's world. And she was the true feminist. 
so yeah, I, I I tend to gravitate towards the queens because women back then didn't have you know much power. Say they were literally property, and then you have these individuals. And there's only been I think six or seven queens in history, the thousand year history. You have these women that ascended to the throne, and that you're effectively bowing to. It's not the, really the man's world. It's based on the genetic lottery again. What do you say if? I agree with you on that. Like the, the Queens, like, and you are, you're bowing to them, but they're still living in a society where they didn't have power to make changes for women on a global scale. At least it seemed that way. Was no, that they tr- didn't. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, mean, so it was still man run for lack of a better term in, in the, it was. Yeah. But you had these women that, no, know. and they fought in wars as well. Exactly. Many of these Queens went onto the battlefield and everything like that as well. About what is, um, is it just these Queens and the power? Is there an event specifically that you are drawn to that comes up that you're like, uh, oh, this is mimicking today's life, or this is something that I connect with, or, or, or do you just find yourself throughout history connecting yourself to these events? I find myself throughout history connecting to the events. I really wanted to go over to the UK for the um, Platinum Jubilee. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I couldn't make it due to certain circumstances. Um, I mean, that was probably the only Jubilee that we will ever see in history. Of 70 years, somebody being on the throne. I I just, I wanted to be a part of that history, but unfortunately I couldn't. Yeah. What is a Jubilee? A Jubilee is essentially um, an anniversary of ascension to the throne. She's had a couple milestones. She's had her silver Jubilee, which was 25 years, her ruby, 40, gold, 50, uh, sapphire was 65, and platinum was 70 years she was the only queen to ever have a 65th and a 70th actually only monarch yeah that's insane 70 and you also mentioned ascension date in my research of looking up stuff today um i learned that monarchs have two birthdays and they can the the ascension and also their birthday (laughs) are considered birthdays yeah, I think Elizabeth's was April, and then she celebrated another one in June. Yeah, and I thought that was so cool. Um, one of the main. I mean, reasons. I'd love to have two birthdays, know, double right? the presents. I know, right? Did Did you do you know why that originally? This is not trivia, but did you know why that originally happened? You know what? I did, but I cannot recall. It was I can't remember which king it was, but in my research, he didn't want to celebrate his birthday in the cold winter months. So yes, he decided yes, yes, to do yes, it yes. In the summer. That's it. And he's like, "This is the royal second birthday." <laughs> Yes, now I remember. You are absolutely correct. And I was like, that is what I would do if I was a king. I'm not going to lie. Well, like you said, you wanted to go to the Jubilee. Has there been any um, uh, item or something that you've owned that you like connect yourself with or or even a trip that you've gone on that you connect yourself with with this obsession? Actually collect a lot of coins from various monarchs. I have specific coins that were issued for Jubilees. Um, I wear what my Nana gave me a long, long, long time ago. I turned into a pendant that I wear on my neck. I have specific items that were made. One of them is a stenciled picture of the queen's head that is on a stamp. 
and it has various stamps underneath it, different colors. It's actually really cool. I got it off of Etsy. I saw it. I was like, ooh, this is my birthday present this year. <laughs> I love that. Um, are these coins like similar to pins or buttons that they give out or are they actually money? No, it's actual money. Yeah, I'm, I've, I've gone all the way back now to Queen Anne, and I need to find uh, William and Mary, and then I want to start on the Charles. That's so cool. So I didn't know that. So every monarch, when they, they just print new money with their face on, it's not like pasts or any past monarchs have that? Well, okay. So prior to Elizabeth, it wasn't a decimalization where one pound was equal to 100 pence, much like $1 is 100 cents. I forgot what the conversion one. It was like one pound was 12 shillings and one shilling was 240 pence. So it was a, an interesting type of currency that, I mean, they utilize since medieval times. But prior to Elizabeth, um, I remember it was like a, every coin you got was a history lesson because, I mean, they had coins that went all the way back. So you would see various monarchs' head on different coins. Since decimalization, Elizabeth's the only monarch that has been on coins in like Canada, Australia, the Bahamas, the UK. I mean, that's it. There's no more monarchs. It's only her. That's, and this is Elizabeth II, the most recent. Correct. Okay. The, the past. Correct. So will now that be all Charles printed? Yes. They that's... actually issued his new um, portraits on the coins and banknotes. Why did she decide that? Do you know? Or what was the dissimilization, what you said? Yeah. To be honest, that I do not know. believe it had to do with the fact that they wanted to bring the currency up to modern times Mm. to make it easier for people. Because, I mean, when you go to a a store and you have to figure out, okay, how many shillings is this? Like, you're calculating in your head. It's just not easy. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. When you talk about this uh does it come up in like everyday conversation this is the like reveal question do you reveal this easily or not because some people especially i i'm surprised to find out you are very closely connected to the uk obviously in your family like some people in the uk specifically are ride or die royalty or they are the complete opposite you know and they get a little angry or like why are you obsessed with this you have three people in the UK. You have the ones that are diehard. You stay away from them. <laughs> <laughs> They're the weird ones. They're then you the have <laughs> then you have the ones that just don't care. And that's the vast majority. They're like, eh, whatever. And then you have the ones that are violently opposed that want to mm-hmm. be Republic. Were you asking me how this comes up in like normal parlance? Yeah, I guess like, yeah, is it? And especially when do you drop the knowledge that you also are from like connected to the UK in that way as well? Like it's been part of your life. I will usually start out with like, hey, did you see the new series of The Crown on Netflix? And then. <laughs> A lot of times people will either be like, no, that doesn't interest me or, oh, yeah, yeah, I heard this and I saw this. And then those are the people I love to have the conversations with. Like my partner, I love the fact that he'll talk with me about it. Like after Elizabeth passed away and Charles was the new king, we were talking about, who do you think he'll do a good job? And that's another conversation all in itself. But- <laughs> that is. What... um what is the best uh, entertainment of the royalty? Like, do you like the crown? There's a a lot of movies out there and everything uh, too. Do you find yourself uh, using those as like dive dive boards to like educate yourself more? And which one do you like to watch the most? Uh, 
I'd love the crown. I think that is a very well-written show. I mean, people have to understand that's a drama that what goes on behind palace closed doors. We don't know. We don't know if the queen didn't like Charles. I mean, it's just, it's for the general, you know, you have to take it with the grain. Yeah. You have to take it yeah, with the grain it's of salt it is, people. <laughs> but I will say this. There's a lot of, of on point history topics. For example, when the um, coal mine uh, shattered a school and mm. all these children were buried alive, that actually happened. I know there, what there's a you're lot of about. that was an intense episode of the crowd. That was a very intense episode <laughs> when Egypt took back control of the Suez Canal, or mm-hmm. when they had the Falkland Wars. All of that was historically correct. So there's a lot of points that they're they're highlighting and how and how Elizabeth in particular responded in the family. But um, do you find that then you dive? Do you dive more into like researching? those historical events from that on, or do you find yourself just taking it as is? No, I will. I find myself researching even more. How do you, what do you, where do you look after that? Like after, cause I'm very much of entertainment content. Like I need it to come to me. And like, when I search for it, it's just a Google and I click, right? Like how, what do you go to, to like find this information for yourself? I mean, Wikipedia is my evil indulgence. (laughs) Like, I find myself going into a Wikipedia hole daily. If any. So things that we obsess over, things that we love, um, we also hate. You know, there are some bad things. What about the monarchy? Or is there kind of a, there's a couple themes I could think of that we don't like in the past that we could bring up. But what is something that you don't like? Or maybe what is a perception that you don't like people have of the monarchy as well? That is a very good question. I really have to think about that one. I mean, I don't particularly like how people try to elevate them above normal, everyday life. I mean, they're normal people. I think that at this point, it's just a job for them. We have to separate that whole religious undertones. I think that people need to just separate that aspect. I think so, especially in today's world. They're just the first social media stars, for lack of a better term, right? Oh, God, Um, yeah. You know what I mean? What would you say would be um, a proud like accomplishment for you of this obsession? Like, is there something that you've done? Like, I got to see the Queen live one time. Ooh, really? Where? (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That was in London. Well, I mean, I didn't get to meet her. Um, Uh, Being around the presence of her is perfectly the same. (laughs) Oh gosh, yeah, it was just lovely. (laughs) Um, No, I was in London and I had, I had come up to Buckingham Palace for some reason. I don't know why. I think it was just on my way. And I just stopped there and I saw this parade of cars going into the palace. And in one of the cars, I just got a glimpse. It was the queen and she's doing her wave and smiling. I was like, oh my God, I just saw the queen. That's awesome. I, I, I called my mom immediately. I was like, Mom, I just saw the queen. <laughs> I love that so much. Uh, um, I got one last question for you. All right. This is the box question before we move on to nerdy knowledge, which don't be scared for. 
<laughs> so you you passed away. I'm so sorry. Um, and since we're so close, um, they asked me to go through your personal belongings because, you know, that's what people ask me to do. Uh, while I'm going through your personal belongings, I find this secret compartment and in the bo- and in this compartment is a box and a note. And on the note, it reads, whatever is in this box represents my obsession. What's in the box? All of my coins are in. They're actually in a box, and they? they're all in like little individual packages that I have stapled together so that people don't. <laughs> and so if 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 and when someone gets the privilege of looking at them, they can touch the plastic. <laughs> you can touch. You cannot take them out. I will come back from the dead to haunt you. <laughs> Deal. They have to stay in the box. You cannot take them yeah. out of the box. I like that answer. Uh, well, awesome. This has been a great chat, but now I'm going to test your knowledge. Are you ready? It's nerdy knowledge. Bring it. So I have, I think, I think there's 10 questions with a oh, wow. possible okay. 41 points. Get excited. <laughs> okay. What do I win? the joy of knowing that this is your obsession. So the same thing you walked in with. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. First question. Never a plan like yours to study oral history. So wisely is a pneumatic device to remember the Royal houses of England and great Britain. How many of the Royal houses and great Britain can you name? Uh, Okay. So you, you, you have, the Windsors. Yep. And you have the House of Hanover. You have the House of Stuart. That's all I can remember. That's all I can bring up okay. in my head right now. All right. So the pneumatic device, <laughs> never a plan like yours to study oral history so wisely. Norman Angvin Plantagenet or plant. Yeah, that's what it phonetically looks like, y'all. Lancasters, York, Tudor, Stuart, Orange, Hanover, Saxe, Coburg, and Windsor are all of them. I was gonna, oh. say, I was gonna say what what connects with Stuarts? What connects with Stuarts? Oh, Tudor. Sorry, you got, you How got can I points. forget that one? It's all right. You got three points. I'm proud of you for that. Good job. <laughs> all right. Next. One, these these two questions, listeners, is for your education as well, because all the specifics and you know how like data points. So this next one's 14. The new reigning King Charles III is currently the head of state of the UK and 14 Commonwealth realms. How many Commonwealth realms can you name? Canada. Yes. New Zealand. Yeah. Australia. Yeah. Jamaica. Uh-huh. The Bahamas, uh-huh. Grenada, uh-huh. St. Kitts, yep. um, Bermuda, y- y- yep. Oh, that's all I can think of right now. <laughs> um, Belize, yes. Papua New Guinea, St. Lucia, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, yes. Solomon Islands, and Tuvalu. Those are the ones that you missed. <laughs> 
Nice job. You're up to 10 points now, though. So you're racking them up. All right. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um, I did. I did write down this little fact because I like it. Charles has uh, become the head of the Commonwealth Association. It's an association of 56 independent countries and 2.5 billion people. And that's a crazy amount of people. So yes. many. <laughs> um, all right. Next question worth two points. From the time they were crowned, who were the oldest and the youngest monarchs? So the oldest crowned monarch and the youngest crowned monarch. Well, Charles, this hasn't been crowned yet, so we can't, we have to rule him out. I'll accept um, the answer of him, though, because that's what I put. <laughs> really? Yeah, well, he hasn't yeah. been crowned yet. I mean, but technically. <laughs> okay, well, and then we'll go with Charles. If, yes. if, if that'll give me the point. Yes, it will. Um, and I forgot the name of the the youngest. Um, Do you know how old I they were? He, he was a kid. Um, I don't remember the age, but I believe he was assassinated. I don't know about the assassination, but King Henry VI? Yep. He was. uh, He was only eight months and 25 days old when he was crowned. Okay, I didn't know that one. Yeah. That one I did not know. I know. Yeah. I, I knew that there was a kid crowned. So there's a there was don't like, give me yeah. the point on that one. <laughs> no, I got, you got one point. You got Charles. So don't worry. Uh, who will be seventy three when he is crowned? So to let everyone know, oldest at seventy three. Um, there is a website. They 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 range from eight months to seventy three pretty evenly. There was not a lot that was like maybe between twenty and thirty was the average, but everything else was just rained throughout there a lot. I noticed if that's what yeah. you've seen. Yeah. All right. Now we get into more specific uh Elizabeth and Victoria questions that I have okay. faith in you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <I'm> excited. <laughs> Queen Victoria. Oh, perfect fact of why I put in the Charles and two point five billion. Queen Victoria ruled over forty million people. Okay. And she land coverage was far more. Just want to point that out. (laughs) Queen Victoria, over 400 million people. And her legacy is shown with places named like Victoria Falls in Zimbabwe, two states in Australia and one city in British Columbia, Canada. How Mm -hmm. old was Victoria when she was crowned? 18. She was. Nice job. Um, the nations of, what did I put on here? South Africa and India uh, were what she ruled over as well. As well as basically everything else that I told we talked about in the previous question. Uh, next question. Queen Victoria's reign contained many historical moments, including her being the first queen to be photographed, like you said, first monarch to ride a train, like you said. She also used a phonograph, a phonograph in diplomatic relations. Um, but with all of her accolades, she is still only the second longest reigning coming behind uh, Queen Elizabeth II, who just passed, who reigned for 70 years. How many years did Queen Victoria reign? 63. Yes. See, I had all the faith in the world. 63 years. And the what I found was 216 days. All right. Yeah. So. <laughs> I wasn't going to go that far. but. <laughs> um, and the thing I thought was super interesting when I was looking at that, like she also did the World's Fair. 
Um, yep. And the Industrial Revolution was during her time in as the queen. Like, it's crazy to see that amount she of change. She was also the Empress of India. Yeah. I also, when, when you brought that up, I want to, we can talk about, I love that movie. Um, Abdul, Victoria and Abdul. It's, it's, it's so fantastic. Beautiful. Yes. It is so great. And Judy Dench is amazing. Oh, I love her. <laughs> I do too. Um, all right. Over the course of her reign, Queen Victoria survived at least six attempted assassinations. After an attack that left her bruised in 1850, she was outfitted with a special chainmail lined accessory. What was this accessory? Oh, wow. You've stumped me. I don't know. <laughs> she, wow. A, you want to just take a guess? Oh. I don't know. I don't even think I can guess. A chain mail lined parasol is what they gave her. I did not know that. Yes. Wow, you got me. <laughs> it was after um, the assassination in 1850, a man struck her on the forehead with a cane um, and it just bruised her. So <laughs> that's what happened in 1850. Okay, I did not know that one. Wow. She's a badass. I the more I looked, the more I looked up on her, I was like, I want to see more from her, like about her and for her. She seemed amazing. She was quite the historical figure, yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. We are right. not amused. Yes. We're moving to Elizabeth the First questions now. So Elizabeth I is known to have been the one monarch who toured throughout England the most, helping endear the queen to her people. How many of these two tours did Elizabeth go on, and how did she tour them? Wait, Elizabeth I or the second? Yes. Did you mean Elizabeth II in your email? Yeah. Oh, well, everyone's going to learn about Elizabeth I. This All right, let's three. do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Okay. It's all right. her... uh, this one is the hardest out of the next three questions. I the other ones I know you'll be able to take a good stab at. So she toured the country in what? So how many times did she tour the country? And okay. how did she tour it? There was something special about the way she toured the country each time. I'm going to go out on a limb and say probably five. And yeah how it had to have been some type of horse-drawn vehicle. So, why it was interesting, she took 25 uh, progressions throughout England in her time, and she refused to ride in a carriage because she wanted to be seen by the people, is what she said. So, it was on so, horseback. <laughs> okay. See, you learned something about Elizabeth first year. I'm so proud of this. <laughs> You've done um, good. You've done uh, good. Good. I'm glad. Uh, named after Queen Elizabeth I, what North American colony was founded by Sir Walter Raleigh during her reign? It was in Virginia. Um, it was Virginia. That's the answer. <laughs> yeah. Virginia for the Virgin Queen, which is Queen Elizabeth's what she's known for. Yeah. All right. Now this next one. I have faith because you brought up a couple of them earlier in the episode anyways. Elizabeth I has been portrayed on film many times. 
how many actresses and the movies can you name with Elizabeth the first in them? Okay, so Kate Blanchett did the two films. Yep. Judy Dench has done Elizabeth the first in Shakespeare and Love. I think yep. that was the movie. Yep. Um, Helen Mirren also played Elizabeth the first. In what movie? It, was, it wasn't a movie. I'm sorry. I think it was too many series. All right, so let's, let's scratch that one. <laughs> Now that I'm thinking about it, it well, because so I thought Helen Mirren did too, but she did Elizabeth II, right as the queen. I didn't see her she's, do Elizabeth the first too. So yeah, she's she did. she did Elizabeth the first. Nice, but it wasn't a movie. Uh, okay. Now that I'm thinking about it, it was a two part. Well, maybe it was considered a movie. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I'm looking it up right now while you're thinking. Um. So Kate Blanchett, Judy Dench. Oh yeah, um, you're getting Queen Helen Mirren. It's right here, TV miniseries, and I'll count it. Yes, point. point. <laughs> yes, I can. Only, I can only think of those three. That's perfectly fine. These other ones are. Uh, well, one of them is very brand new, which is Margot Robbie and Mary Queen of Scots. Yes. Oh my yeah. God! How can I forget In that? In the movie Orlando, where it was everything was. Uh, reversed in terms of casting a gentleman by the name of Quentin Crisp played Queen Elizabeth. Uh, Tilda Swinton plays Orlando, the title character, Um, a man. Yeah, I love her. Oh, I do, too. It's it's pretty good. It's interesting. It's an interesting take. Um, Betty Davis played the queen twice in the private lives of Elizabeth and Essex in 1939 and the Virgin queen in 1955. Flora Robinson, a silent screen star also did queen Elizabeth twice in fire over England and the Seahawk 37 and 40 and Sarah Bernhardt, a French silent film star played Elizabeth in 1912 in a silent film. Wow. Other one I had was Miranda Richardson played Queen Elizabeth as a dark in a dark comedic way in Black Adder, which is an old TV series with uh, Mr. Bean, Rowan Atkins. What about the recent <laughs> miniseries um, with? Oh no, that's Victoria. Sorry, never mind. Yes, <laughs> sorry, I'm mixing <laughs> which, up now. Which I want to start watching. So. Beautiful. Well, you got five, ten, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen points. Bravo. Yes. Nice. I'm so proud of you. Am I the and highest I, ranking so far? So far in today's recordings. <laughs> 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 but we're not done yet. The last little grouping we got here before we say goodbye is the talk nerdy to me. All right. So top three I have for you. Who are your top three monarchs? Elizabeth II, Victoria, and George III. George III. All right. He hasn't been brought up. I'm intrigued. Uh, Desert Island question. For you, I mix this one up a little bit. So I have, if you could live any British monarch's life, who would it be? Oh, God, Elizabeth II, hands down. I don't even <laughs> think about that one. I love it. Okay. Uh, top event question. What British monarchy historical event would you want to witness in real time? But you could come right back to present day. Oh, um, I would love to see Victoria's coronation. Awesome. 
Um, next one, where do I start? So someone who maybe is never heard of the British monarchy or maybe just has heard from what the news is, where should someone start if they want to like get more information or dive in a little deeper to make themselves obsessed as well? Well, in our digital day and age, you can watch a documentary anywhere. I recommend going onto Netflix and looking at the documentaries. Nice. They're pretty any good. Do- I've seen any- a lot of them. I was going to say, is there any that you want to shout out that you truly, you really like in particular? Um, the latest one on. Um, I forgot the name of it now. I watched it on the plane ride home from California the other day. Um, it was, I think, the real life of Elizabeth II. Okay. Pretty historical. There's a couple on Victoria as well that are pretty interesting. Love it. Uh, next one. Best place to find. This kind of goes along with what you just said. Is Netflix the best place? Where do you, when you said Wikipedia as well, are there any other sources out there that are good places to find information or movies or videos? Uh, believe it or not, Instagram. They have a couple different pages that have like links to places and historical shout outs. So nice. yeah, I recommend Instagram. I have there's a couple that I'm following. Nice. Do I, what? Just Google British monarchy history, historical British monarchy facts or Instagram search those and see what comes up. Yeah, it'll pop up pretty easily. Like there's a, a an official page on Instagram for the Windsors right now. Um, next one is your random fact. What is a random fact that you love about the British monarchy? Victoria popularized the Christmas tree and a white wedding dress for your wedding. Really? Do you know yeah. the story behind that or just? Um, so if I can remember correctly, I'm sure that might not be 100% accurate, but I think. Don't the come Christmas, for him, listeners, if he gets it wrong. <laughs> I, I think that the Christmas tree was a popular German tradition and Victoria and her husband Albert was from Germany. So I think when he came over and married her, they brought that tradition. And of course, they touched every single area of the earth that empire so yeah they brought that tradition over so you can thank them for our lovely christmas tree yeah that's awesome cool the white wedding dress thing too that uh, is that is that a really i just thought it was a religious thing i didn't know that she popularized it or queen popularized it yeah she wore a white wedding dress and that just took off everybody wanted a white wedding dress after that crazy uh Awesome. Um, next one. If I like blank, then I will like the British monarchy. If I like the crown, then I will like the British monarchy. There you <laughs> I go. love that. I love that. Um, and then the last one we have here is if you know, you know. So I want you to talk to all the other people that are obsessed with the or fascinated by the British monarchy. And I just want you to say something to them. If you know that Queen Anne liked women, then do you know the British monarchy? <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Well, thank you, Eric, so much for this conversation. I really loved it. It was such a good chat. I did too. This was great. Um, is there any uh, plugs, anything you want to throw out there, your socials or anything that guests can contact you? At, actually, yes, 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 yes. Um, I do a lot of fundraising with our AIDS Foundation and I run with T2 and I am trying to raise money for the Chicago Marathon for the um, Chicago AIDS Foundation. If nice. you can, if you have the ability, please donate to my page. Um, I need to fundraise 1400 for entrance to the Chicago Marathon. Thank you, everyone, for listening in on another episode of Your Nerdy Obsession. Remember, you can email us at yournerdyo at gmail.com or TikTok, Instagram, Twitter at Your Nerdy O. 
and remember to rate and review us on all of your podcasting platforms until then though eric thank you again so much see you all next time bye bye Avengers Assemble. Assemble.